Check out your movie, lounge on your couch, watching the stars while you slouch. Now you can listen to what they'll say. It's Easton and friends bringing the couch critics your way. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a new episode of Couch Critics. I am your host, Easton Moore. Uh, I'm sorry that we were not able to come out with a podcast last week, but we are back again uh, with a... Guess who's back? Back again. The Couch Critics. The Men in Black. Nope. Dang. They're dead forever now. <gasps> no. After their last movie, they are dead forever. Here come the Men in Black. Oh, oh, oh. They won't let, let you remember. remember. Oh. Okay, well, here... You just heard the practical co-host and the all-time guest, <laughs> Trevor Landreth and Tristan Moore. Hello. Hello. Yep. Go ahead and just bring in Men in Black out of nowhere because they were talking about it right before we started recording. <laughs> Actually, technically while we were recording, but before we started the episode. So, um, this week uh, we are doing uh, Ghostbusters. Who are you going to call? <laughs> Ghostbusters. <laughs> Afterlife. So the bad one of the three. <laughs> Ghostbusters. Afterlife. <laughs> they didn't even play that song until... I know! The end of the movie. I was I was waiting for it literally the entire time. Okay. Well, you got it two hours later. Yeah, right. No kidding. For a whole 30 seconds. <laughs> Not even that. It's only like 10 seconds and then the movie ends. Yeah, it was like literally the last couple seconds of the movie. Yeah. Uh, which is weird because they even had the symbol at the beginning of the movie. Yeah. And they decided not to play the song. Mm-hmm. Anyways. Um, so, yeah, that's what we're doing this week. Uh, there wasn't really anything that came out huge last week. We were we watched. Uh, what was it? Red, Red Notice. Red Notice. Yeah. <laughs> I almost said red velvet. What? Did I watch that? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. On the TV, not on the theater. That's right. Yes. It was on the TV. You're, um, you're correct. On the Netflix, to be mm-hmm. in fact. But last week, uh, Trevor was on a very long uh, work trip. I was gone for trip, And um, with Thanksgiving, my whole entire work schedule is screwed up. So we didn't really have a lot of time. Um, but thankfully, that was at least a week where like no major movies came out. The yeah. movie was Red Notice, which is a uh, very poorly reviewed movie so yeah. far. And I guess we can give our uh, two seconds thoughts <laughs> of it's a Netflix action movie with yeah. the Rock and Ryan Gosling. It's fun, but no, not it's great. Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. I said Ryan Gosling. Yeah, because yeah. you love him. You just wish it was Ryan Gosling. I mean, I love Ryan Reynolds, too. Oh, okay. So, like, yeah, you do. Oh. It, like... He's so bet. Would yeah. you say you wish you were a part of a Ryan sandwich? No. No. Okay. I don't want that in either. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe in a Ryan hug sandwich. <laughs> but usually when you say a sandwich, it's in a different connotation. Oh, I mean it in the classical sense. Yeah. See, no. But maybe a hug. That would be soothing. There you go. <laughs> Oh, um, Ryan Reynolds would just be saying all kinds of <laughs> awkward, weird things to you. They're there. <laughs> and Ryan Gosling probably wouldn't say a word. Right. Anyways. They're looking pretty. 
Sorry, Anyways, I digress. <laughs> yeah, so there, there was our, uh, what would have been a 32-minute podcast into uh, two minutes of Red Notice. Right. Um, but, I mean, yeah, thankfully there wasn't, like, a big movie that came out. Uh, but this week, there was a big movie. Actually, yeah. ki- kind of two, because French Dispatch came in our theaters this week but who knows how long it's been in the theaters for you guys yeah mm-hmm. uh and it's finally on also voodoo you can run okay. it on voodoo mm-hmm. now um and because we watched that uh we all watched it mm-hmm. i would recommend watching it was a really cute kind of cool it was yeah. super cute cute's it, not the right word cute was a part of it but i believe the word i picked when you asked me was charming yeah mm, yeah that's good yeah it's very Quirky. out there it's very and live it's, action Wes Anderson. Yeah. Um but it was it was very entertaining. Yeah. Um, it was different. Yeah. Uh I found myself very um uh, engaged in the stories that were being told. Um and so that's good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I really and liked it. And there's some very good actors in it. Yes. Star studded cast. Oh, yes. yeah. Wes Anderson uh-huh. can oh, yeah. get whoever he wants, and they all. <laughs> I was a little surprised that George Clooney wasn't in it. I, at first, I thought George Clooney was Benicio del Toro's character, hmm. but it wasn't. It was Benicio del Toro. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, I, we might actually do a podcast on that. I'm not 100 percent sure, but that was a movie that came out this weekend, and I we all saw it. So I was like, well, I might as well just say if we recommend it. So yeah. uh, that's a movie that you should probably watch um but the movie we're doing for the podcast is ghostbusters afterlife the um technically the fourth installment but it's the third installment i think it's i think that i think that third one is non-canon i think it's out we can talk about why like that the girl one yeah good well two of us didn't watch it i don't know if you i I never well the the reason i say that is sorry for spoilers for a movie that came out like three years ago or four mm-hmm. or longer. I, like long no, I think it was 2016. Ago. Jeez, um, all the surviving original Ghost members cast that were in this movie are also in that one, and they play totally different people. So I think, I think that that one is not considered canon, hmm. and I think this one is. Well, good. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, we say good. Yeah. I don't know. I I didn't watch it, so I guess I can't really say. It was fine. No, g- every, that was a, that's a proper response. <laughs> everybody said it was awful that I that I. They needed to just get those female actresses because they're all funny. Well, most of them are funny. They need to get them and just had put them in their own original movie and not have done a Ghostbusters reboot. Yeah. Well, they did that in Bridesmaids, and it was hot garbage. Okay, so. but so many people love that movie. Well, like, there so are a lot of dumb people, people in the world, so. <laughs> Anyway, fifty percent of the world has an IQ under the average, and those are the people who like that movie. Oh my so, uh, moving on. You're a square up people. <laughs> Sorry, I, I fight. there there is no movie I hate more than Bridesmaids. So if anybody <laughs> says anything good about it, I will go into straight fight mode. I'm sorry. Very nice. Um, but this movie just uh. Go ahead and just go to general thoughts of what you thought of Afterlife. Doesn't matter about the other one that we're deciding is not is or is not canon, <laughs> but this movie that we just watched. Uh, I, I think it's a. I think it's a. If you're you going, think it's at, a movie. It, yes, I think it's a movie. I think it's a modernized reboot of Ghostbusters. It's it's basically the same movie, um, and I don't. 
I think if you're going, if you're like me and you're going to go in expecting a movie that is akin to the first one in terms of comedy and and character chemistry, you're not going to get it. I think the closest guy that gets to that is Paul Rudd, and he's not even close to what the OG cast was like. Um, however, that being said, uh, I did enjoy it, and I thought it was, I think for 2021, for a go, uh, that type of movie to come out now, I thought it was fine. I liked it. I liked it quite a bit. It was fun. I thought it was a good callback. And it was entertaining. A lot of the score in this one is identical. Ghostbusters was the only like scary movie I watched this Halloween season, so it was still like really fresh. Mm. Uh that score has a lot of the original material used from the original movie, which I thought was really cool mm. that they were able to use it in it. I mean, it happened pretty effortlessly. Mm-hmm. Um and I mean, you'd have to hear it. I, I I couldn't replicate it now, but yeah. But then that one thing we were talking about earlier, you don't get, you don't. I think there was a really good point they could have used the 1980s Ghostbuster theme song. Mm. <laughs> um, I think there was a really good point they could have used that in the movie, and then they didn't. And I wish they would have. I think it would have impacted it a lot better. Yeah. Did you guys have an actual Ghostbuster at your showing? No. We had a kid show up in full go like with the proton pack and everything and he was he was bouncing off the walls. He was so excited to see I this think movie. We did. I there was somebody dressed up yeah. in the movie? Yeah, right. I, in front of us and to the left. I he was no the one idea. laughing at all the bad jokes. Was he <laughs> was he was he a kid? No. Oh, okay. No, it, it was a kid adult. that sat next to me. He he, he had to have been in those thirties or forties. Oh, Pro- prob- probably thirties. There was a guy that old at in El Dorado and mom and dad and everybody saw it. Yeah, and he was he was dressed up like a Ghostbuster. Yeah. 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 He I I we walked by it and I was like, this guy's been laughing at all these shitty jokes. <laughs> and then there I looked down and he had the full brown with the Ghostbusters patch yep. and mm-hmm. like he didn't have like the backpack or anything. But this like, kid mm-hmm. his backpack was like lit up. Like the little blue light thing was going on and he had little funny. glowy stuff on it. And I was like, man, you better not be like annoying anybody with that. I think he sat with it, the lights like facing the screen though, and he was like close to the front, so I think it was gotcha. fine. But yeah, I I came, I actually laughed when I saw him walk into the theater, and I was like, are you excited for this? He was like, bet you know what movie we're gonna go see, and him and his mom were just like having a grand old time. It was actually kind of cute. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I liked the characters in this movie too. I liked like the idea. Of them. Also, I'm pretty sure. Actually, not pretty sure. I'm like 99% sure that the girl was supposed to have level 1 ASD. They made a lot of connotations toward that, which is cool. Yeah, her character. Her character is not like her character is not like stale, but she is like social interactions are hard for her. Yeah, and she grasp. makes that clear, yeah. like very clear. And she says stuff like, "I don't exhibit emotions like well, other and people." Science comes very like she has a very strong aptitude for science. Savant skill. Yeah, there you go. And she like clearly doesn't want people touching her. Mm-hmm. Like somebody gave her a hug, and she was like, <gasps> "Yeah." <laughs> yeah. What you there got, Easton? Other clues as well. What do I got? I got the movie was entertaining i will give that um stupid for very long parts of it but entertaining some stupid stuff entertaining um for large parts as well there are stupid parts and there are entertaining parts also i 
am so part of my language fucking done with kids being main characters of all of these new movies. Yeah, I agree. It's so stupid. Yeah. I like the first couple times was like okay. Yeah. But why is every single it just feels like Stranger every, Things is why. <laughs> maybe you're right. I'm but I just Ghostbusters was four thirty three 38 like in their 30s middle-aged yeah. guys men yeah, yeah fighting ghosts and then now we have three under the age of 16 mm-hmm. kids like two of them are 10 12 like 11 10 12, 12 yeah. okay they're yeah 12. yeah and and they're doing the same things that these 38 year old biolo- or biological engineers and yeah whatever like, like like degree holding professionals yeah quote unquote <laughs> and like the girl was like i was off and on i'm like you're as smart as the person that has the 12 degrees mm-hmm. and who in the original ghostbusters was like the brains of the operation yeah. and she's 12 and can do everything that, that he, he did can. yeah like it's just i just i don't understand why we have to have kids be the focus and like i don't know if it's supposed to be like so kids can watch it right but they how old were you when you watched ghostbusters right well i 12 it doesn't matter you don't have to have a kid there for you to watch it and like it yeah it's still goofy looking ghosts you can still have the cute little marshmallow things and it being a Paul Rudd that's Yeah. Well I it's just Paul Rudd could be a Ghostbuster. Yeah. I kinda yes, wish he would have been. Yeah. <laughs> I thought he was going to be. I thought it was gonna be the two it, kids it and him. Doesn't <laughs> that would be funny, yeah. <laughs> but it just it is really starting to irritate me the fact that kids have to have to be the focus of our new movies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why I'm like what movies I'm really thinking of, but I feel like it's just becoming more and more. I mean, obviously, uh, it is one of them. Mm. But, it's, yeah, it's chapter one too. But that came out like five years. ago. I mean, ago. it's still like recent. Though. And there's there's many more. I just feel like the remakes are are being tailored to kids. Yeah, I agree. Uh, sorry, I'm pulling up to see what came out this year where kids are because I, I I agree with you. I there I know that there are them. Old was fairly kid. Driven. Uh, I... Oh no! Now I'm having a hard time. Oh, okay. uh, Voyagers was kid driven. I mean, yeah, teenager. Teenagers. I know. I know what you mean, though. Yeah. Chaos Walking was again teenagers. Yeah. Which is, I mean, it's what it is. What it is. Uh, I get what you're saying, though. Yeah, it's I, and I think part of the reason. I made a tweet yesterday. I was like, they need to just stop remaking these Ghostbuster movies. The reason that people love Ghostbusters so much is because the humor that is in that movie, like, it, first of all, they knew what it was. It's a silly, goofy movie. It doesn't take itself seriously. It's got some, like, cool stuff in it, like, and but it's all, like, very shoehorned in and it's like oh well this is just what it is and they just accept it but the yeah. comedy is what makes that movie so when you wa- when these people watched it when they were kids they liked it because there's a giant marshmallow man and oh this funny thing he shocked the people and that's funny and blah 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 
And then as they get older, they're like, oh, that's a dirty joke. Oh, he said, you know, he, he made a pee-pee joke or something like that. So as they grow older, they understand more and they think it's more funny. But now it's like it, there has to be this grandiose, like, this this movie, like, takes itself too seriously. And I think that's a problem with it. Hmm. Anyway, they need to stop remaking the Ghostbusters. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. <laughs> I, I mean, I wouldn't. I don't know. I wouldn't hate if they remake like the fact that they had a new one doesn't make me mad. It's just that the humor isn't the same style. No. First of all, Not it's very all. new age. Well, because the original, sorry, I don't mean to cut you off. No. Uh the reason is because the original was all improvised. And that's Really? Are you I'm sure like 90% of it was. I um liked it, so well, yeah, I have a lot to say. <laughs> but I mean, that's what most of Bill Murray's stuff was back in like the eighties. Was it was all just him improvising? Are you well, saying that Finn Wolfhard, the main kid, the teenager guy, <laughs> doesn't have the same comedic improvisation as Bill Murray? And are you telling me that McKenna? Greece. I don't know if that's the right person or not. Are you telling me that these twelve-year-old kids don't have the same comedic minds of the people from the eighties? What are you? What? I hate to bring it to you this way. <laughs> yeah, it's almost like if you put comedians in a movie, they're gonna make the movie more funny. Yeah, right. And Ghostbusters was always a ridiculous premise. Yeah, but they made it funny. And yeah. guess what? This also, this movie goes like it tries too hard in the like CGI department. I agree. Which, by the way, person on Twitter who tried to tell me that this movie was not going to be very CG heavy, I hope that you're happy because <laughs> it definitely it is. was. <laughs> I shoved the mic in my mouth right there, but yes, it very much is. I just I haven't seen Ghostbusters in a while, so don't like take anything I say too seriously but i don't remember that being the focus cg or really like really yeah yeah no and i think that this movie tries to intentionally scare you like jump scares there's a there's there a, were a, free, a few oh, yeah. I, yeah i did a lot i ju- i definitely jumped several times but in but like i said in the original it's just silly like the biggest CG moment, I think, in that, aside from the ending with all the crazy, I was gonna say, happens, yeah, the on the top of the building, yeah, yeah, is when they're trying to capture Slimer in the building. Uh, I think that's probably the most CG heavy part of that whole movie. Um, but yeah, this one, almost every single, they had a couple practical effects, but the majority of it was CG, like ninety eight percent. By practical effects, I mean they turned a fog machine on and just let it roll. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but but I mean they just kept going back to the mountain and all that was like mm-hmm. very heavy CGI. And- yes. Now to be mm-hmm. fair, I did like I did enjoy the score. I thought the score was great. I Literally I liked did not notice it most of the all. most of the car stuff. I really enjoyed. I did enjoy that. Yeah. Um. I. Now, you said practical effects. Mm-hmm. The practical effects with the machinery was really well done. I did like that. Remind me. Um, 
just the car. Okay, and how yes. Old that was. Yes, okay. The uh the um motorized the remote mm-hmm. car. Yes. Um their guns. Mm-hmm. Like all of that was practical effects. Yes. I, like you could tell all of that was made. Right. Like the the gun that she uses. Mm-hmm. Like that was really well done and I really I appreciated that. Like it looked authentic and it looked old mm-hmm. and it looked like it, I'm obviously it was not the one that they used on the original set or anything, but like right. it looked, it looked good. And yeah. I really liked that. Like I remember seeing it and see her like, sorry, you said machinery, with machinery it. and my mind went to like Jurassic park, like T-Rex <laughs> in the rain. Kind no, of stuff. <laughs> no. And all the like trinkets in the basement and stuff and all so, that like, kind the props of stuff. Were, the props were well made. Yes. Yeah. So like that wasn't, CGI stuff. Oh, right. that was practical effects, mm-hmm. and and like the co- I like the way the car, the gunner seat thing in the car, yeah, would, that, would that's shoot what out I mean. and then like spin around. Yeah, that's what I mean. All that stuff, I I enjoyed that piece of it quite a bit. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I like yeah. Paul Rudd too. <laughs> I like Paul Rudd, yeah. but I think he was completely misused in the movie. I agree because um, it was all about the kids. Yeah, like. The adults were just a tool of the gods. So in more ways than one. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't bother me at all, so I don't have anything. That's fine. <laughs> no, no, yeah, no. It's, Different totally opinions fun. are welcome, Tristan. Opinions, yeah. we got them. No, but I, d- I don't have anything to say. Oh, that's it? You're ready for spoilers. I, no, I mean, I don't have a rebuttal because I don't care. Cool. <laughs> I don't care. I just liked it. Yeah. <laughs> well, tell us why you liked it. I did. Cool. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I'm just saying like <laughs> the biggest thing I had with the movie was the fact that it just the kid yeah. stuff was just it also just like three threw you in it right off the bat. Mm-hmm. Like mom evicted go to house. Boom. Two seconds in. I thought, like no backstory on like their family. Yeah. Like, oh, backstory- did you see the opening scene of Yeah. When he's running? Yeah. Okay. I thought that I thought that set it up okay. No, I meant about the family. Like the fam though. the mom and the kids. Oh. Yeah. I just assumed that's who it was. No. No. I, we got that. So yeah. like when they moved I, I get what you're saying, because when they moved into his house, the uh-huh. grandfather's house. I like wanted to be sad for them, like because of their situation, but I felt like I didn't know them, so I wasn't. Oh, uh, I see. Yeah. So char- it's lacking character development. We yes. don't. We don't care about the them enough. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. See. Like okay. there was no like it just characters. Boom! Here you are. Like yeah. there was no back. Like you didn't really get a full story of why they were having. Like yeah, it was just mm-hmm. a she's poor. She has to leave. And she's bad with money. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, it doesn't have to be bad. You learn no, that. No, I'm saying you learn that later the on. The daughter says that. Yeah, later on. I and like she said it quickly. That though. the backstory you get about the family is like after it's all unplayed. Like yeah. throughout mm-hmm. the like movie. Like stuff that we could have figured out on our own, we've already figured out by the time we actually get told it. Yeah. 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 I did you guys have clappers in your movie? No. Like No, we just had people that laughed at stupid stuff. I I had I had there was some wild applause in my showing. We got claps mm-hmm. on the Ghostbuster signal coming up on the car. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think one other thing, and that was it. The cl- times I clapped, they clapped in my showing was both spoiler related. So there was a little so- boy sitting next to me, and he was talking so loud. <laughs> and then his like older sister, I think, was next to him, and she would talk back to him loud. And then there was like a grandma or a mom, like a couple seats, like further away. <laughs> I'm not sitting next to my kids. <laughs> and they were like, they were like, John. John and he's like what and I was trying not to pay attention but obviously I like wanted to know and they were like quiet down and he's like oh and then he looks at me he's like sorry (laughs) (laughs) that's funny I had no idea (laughs) it was was cute (laughs) I'm like listen you've only been going to movies for like what five years I've been going for 25 so it's fine (laughs) right yeah I think the only clap like I said the Ghostbuster symbol on the car on the car yeah well, I, the I'm song, just saying, I'm, the song, yeah. Oh, okay. But yeah. There, I feel like there had to have been one bef- somewhere else in there, but I'm not sure. There might, but it wasn't like a lot. No. Okay, my one of them was like thundering, roaring applause, and then the other one. You guys are both yelling at the same time. That's cute. And then <laughs> uh, the other one was like a smattering, I guess. But the, the dude sitting behind me. Was like trying to get another one All going. I was it. like, "Dude, chill out. It's not going <laughs> to happen again. Sorry." Uh, but I'm just like, if you're wanting to go see this movie, I'm just warning you. There are some diehard fans out there that yeah, will there probably are. try to start some claps. Yeah, I have to say that. Well, I thought I had to say, and now I forget. Not anymore. Now you don't say anything. Say what you need to say. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Why? (laughs) Go, babe. No, I I don't remember. You can't remember? No. Okay. And it was really important, so that's sad. Dang. Dang. I'll come back to you. I have faith. Maybe. Because you gotta Gotta have have faith. (laughs) Who got a head face? Faith, the faith, the faith. Okay, anyway, I'm done. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Well, do you guys have more you have to say? I'm done. I have more I have to sing. Oh. No. Oh, okay. About. <laughs> Speaking of sing, when does Sing 2 come out? Oh, it's killing me. This, this is the next month. Oh, so I want to say December. There's a lot of December. good stuff coming out in December. Yeah. Anyway, I'm ready for recommendations. Okay. I was trying really hard to remember, and it's well, just we can not go, coming. We can go first and give so, you some more time. Yeah. No, yeah. Well, you guys always go first. Oh, that's true. We yeah. do. So, yeah, go through your recommendations. Yeah, I, I recommend it. It's, uh, like I said, it's not bad. It's definitely not going to be what you're expecting with, like, the if you're going in, like me, expecting something like the original. Um, but it is, a. I mean, for 2021, it's a, it's a fine movie. It's a good movie, even. Yeah, I liked it. I, I recommend it for adults and children alike. Yeah, recommended for all ages. Well, I guess there's a little language, but not too bad. So this is what I was going to say. I finally remembered. Good. I think Marvel movies have ruined movies for me. Mm-hmm. And that Marvel comedy mm-hmm. is in everything. Mm-hmm. And it just... Every time I hear stupid stuff that would be in Marvel movies, 
I just think, okay, cool. They just grab something that Marvel does that sells tickets. And I hear the massive idiots in the theater all laughing at it. And I'm just like, yeah, this is movies now. <laughs> well, and, and post credit scenes. Did you guys stick around for those? Yeah. There's two. No, we just saw one. Oh, okay. The other one is, I mean, the first one. One of them. The first one's definitely better. We can talk oh. about those later. But mm-hmm. yeah, I, I hate that. I hate having to wait. Like for Marvel movies, I'm like it's expected. I hate that. Like almost every movie, every like mainstream movie is doing it now. Yeah, I yeah, just feel like, feel like they have to do it. Yeah, and I feel like mainstream movies are just starting to adapt the same comedy style. Mm-hmm of Marvel movies and it's getting really tiring to have the same style of like movie. Like this feels like a Marvel movie and it's not. Yeah. Like not Marvel as in like superhero, but no, I agree form- with that. Yeah, yeah. And it's just everything doesn't have to be <laughs> this way. Yeah. And I mean, and it, and it doesn't because the French dispatch is something wildly different. Yeah. And it was really good. And we watched a ton of movies. Like the last duel is different. Was, mm-hmm. was it great? Maybe not, but it was like different, and yeah. it was really it was a really good movie. And, and those and mm-hmm. those smaller films, not even smaller necessarily, sometimes, but those uh, those different films like Neon and A twenty four and stuff, they don't like pander to the main audience. They just do what they're gonna do. They yeah. they do what they want, and they do it pretty well most yeah. of the time. And movies like even. Like the night house is yeah. something that's completely different. Just something and, different. Yeah, and it just—I remember watching the movie and just being like, "Why do? Why are so many movies just like this?" Yeah, it just is so annoying to have. Like, you—you you think the Ghost Ghostbusters, the original, was a movie that there were nine other like it that year. No, it was its own mm-hmm. original thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And now the Ghostbusters is the same concept, but it's the same thing as the other. Mm-hmm. Like, we've seen eight movies that are all similar in formula and comedy. And that's just why. Uh, well, yeah. I, I really, I'm going to get, I'm going to get on my soapbox for a second. I, Frank Zappa, if you know who that is, he's a musician from the 70s. Um, He said, Back in like the 60s and 70s, at least as far as music goes, like studios were willing to take chances because hot new artists would come in and they'd want to do different crazy things and be experimental and do all this stuff. And they didn't know what was going to sell. And so they're like, yeah, put on a record. Let's do it. Um, But now the people that were doing that back in the 60s and 70s and, and 80s in terms of movies, it's the same people and now they know what sells. Yeah. And so they, they've just stayed in their position, and now they won't do that other experimental stuff that doesn't pander to quite a big, as big of an audience as the things that will sell. Mm. And the thing that sucks, you won't get another Star Wars that way. Mm-hmm. You won't get another you Lord of the Rings any, that way. Yeah. You won't get another... Like, you will not get greatness from that. Mm-hmm. You'll get the same shoveled out Marvel movies, Marvel movie style, mm-hmm. or, sorry to say it, Fast and Furious style. <laughs> um, just the same 
style of movie yeah. over and over and over again. And I mean, there are definitely companies that are trying new thing. Yeah. Like, and it's the movies. It's it's the studios that like aren't the big thing mm-hmm. that take risks. And guess what? They land some big stuff. Yeah. Like, um. I'm not going to name a bunch of stuff, but like <laughs> they, they try stuff and it lands really well with audiences because they're not, they're willing to try something different. And guess what? Some of them aren't good. Yeah. And other times they're received really well. Yeah. Anyways, the whole point of that was that I, I just felt the same regurgitation Yeah. with sure. a different title. And so uh, it's entertaining. Yeah. I don't know if I recommend going to the theater for it other than the fact that watching a movie in the theater is better than watching it at home so i thought it was fun to see it in dolby yeah with all the shaking and yeah yeah we watched two movies today in theaters and um i was just thinking while watching the movie uh and watching the stupid actress that does the pre-movie thing oh yeah oh yeah okay can Kate doesn't matter. So <laughs> I hate every Nicole word. Kidman. Yeah. I hate every word that she says, but heartbreak s- feels good in a place like this. Oh my word, yeah. But worst. going from somebody that used to watch all of his movies at home because it it was too expensive to having a list and be able to watch anywhere from four to 20 movies in theaters right like i enjoy watching when theaters so much more yeah mm-hmm. uh, maybe that's just my adhd yeah. stuff or whatever <laughs> but um it still was entertaining watching in theaters if i watched this at home i don't know if i would be entertained at all that's what i mean by yeah, i don't know i would take that yeah that's why i don't know if i recommend it because <laughs> not everyone's like me yeah. so um yeah, it's a little bit of we a can rough. only thank god for that <laughs> True. <laughs> uh, okay, that's my very long uh, recommendation. <laughs> Take that as you will. I don't think our spoiler part of the review will be very long, so <laughs> you can be thankful. Well, uh, never mind. Trevor's got a lot to say. So we will take a break, and we'll be right back with the spoiler part of today's review. All right, we are back. We're back. <laughs> for the spoiler part of today's review. Um, so if you haven't watched the movie yet and you care at all, um, go, go watch it and decide if you want to go watch it or not. Uh, but yeah, we're just going to get into spoilers. So I will start it off by saying, <gasps> so the God was James Charles, right? What? The God. Yeah. He was James Charles, right? Who's James Charles? Are you kidding me right yeah, now? You, you guys both that? don't know who James Charles is. What? Is that the, wait, is that that guy with the makeup? Yeah. Yeah, I was making a joke because it's definitely oh. not James Charles, but my God, did he look exactly like James Charles? Who is James Charles? He's like this really famous YouTube makeup artist. That's a guy that does a makeup, and he's yeah, mm, no, it did, it did look a lot like him. He's yeah, I just was yeah. thinking of David Bowie. So imagine I that, mean, but gayer, <laughs> oh. with and like a lot more makeup. Yeah, oh, more flamboyant. Oh. And a lot less artistic ability. Oh. <laughs> and also fine. a pedophile. Oh, wait, what? Ooh. Oh, really? Hot take. 
Yeah, I mean, he messages underage people on Instagram all the time and gets to know them as 16-year-olds. Anyways, we don't need to get into the drama of uh, James Charles. Yes, yes, he's a groomer. That's why I I soft-called him a pedophile. Okay. But it was very weird because he literally looked exactly like James Charles. And I was like, are they... Did they cast James Charles <laughs> as a god? What? The, what? And I was like, okay, no, 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 no. It, it looks like him, but it's not him. Actually, I'm going to check just to make sure. But. I'm like, I'm 90% sure I feel it's like it's not. Him. Yeah, I know. I feel like whoever that person was, because that person, whoever it is, looked very similar to the, the person that was cast in the original movie. Mm. Um. Anyway. Yeah, so this movie is basically. What's his name? That, Gozer, that, Gozer. That's what it's called. Okay. Yeah, um, Gozer the Destroyer. Um, and the one of the dogs' name is Zool. There is no mom, only Zool. Anyway, uh, <sighs> wait, what? Gozer, Gozer. Yeah, G O Z E R. Gozer the Gozerian. Yeah, that's a woman. Yeah. Well. It's not a man or a woman. Yeah. Well, the actress. Oh, the actress is a woman. Yeah. That's Ol- her. I yeah. know that girl. Olivia Wild Wildy. Oh, Olivia Wilde. Yeah. Yeah. That's wild. Huh. Well, they made her look like James Charles. I would have never. <laughs> I would have never thought it was her. I I thought it was a guy that was like very feminized. Yeah. Mm. Because usually when they want to have a asexual yeah. person, that's usually what they end up doing. But hey, I mean, they did their job of. Not knowing what sex it is, but anyways, especially when it doesn't have skin. Yeah. 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 Anyways, carry on. Sorry, I I messed this all by making a really bad joke about James <laughs> Charles. But if you know who James Charles is, you'll probably agree with me. I uh, I thought the the tiny the tiny mobile trap was a little unrealistic. Like it was fine because like it is what it is. But like, how does, he, yeah, how does he control was... it in the from the car? He has a remote control. Yeah, but it's like moving very expertly through the streets. Yeah, Yeah. he's a pro. He's podcast. Yeah. All right, I'm sorry. I thought that little. There were a couple times when I was just like, seems a little strange. Seems a little like too well controlled. I also thought it was so funny when he's like, "You need to listen to my podcast," and he gives her a flash drive. (laughs) (laughs) I definitely finds his voice on episode uh, (laughs) forty (laughs) six. That's so funny. As a podcaster. They did not portray podcasts very well. <laughs> but it looked like a nerd thing. It no, I was gonna, I was going to say that the fact that he gave somebody a flash drive is <laughs> not how podcasts work. The OG so tracks, man. The, so it's the raw audio. He wanted her to hear everything. He's like, here you go. <laughs> um, and it was like a little like My Little Pony. Yeah. 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 But I agree with you. The the car the remote control car yeah. trap thing was wildly uh yeah um unrealistic yeah with how fast he was and how it was yes. but then he wasn't able to control car. it at the exact moment he was supposed yeah yeah but but it is what it is yeah i think it worked for for yeah. what it should have i thought it was cool to have a trap on the little thing like that i thought that was neat uh yeah, all the upgrades to the to the Ecto one I thought were really cool. The gunner seat and then that little thing. And... I thought it was interesting. Oh yeah, that thing was cool when she like whipped out of the car. Yeah. Um also was... she almost got murked 
by that bridge. Yeah, yeah. she did. I'm <laughs> kidding. Yeah. I thought it was interesting that the boy like could work on cars, but he couldn't pass his driver's test. Yeah, right? I thought the fact that he was an auto mechanic was a little weird. Uh, yeah. And they didn't like lean into it. It was no. just like randomly he would be like working on cars. Yeah. I, like, I thought it would like pay dividends in the end. Yeah. And it did not. No. Yeah. That was interesting. I was like, what? Yeah. But he just had to be more than a horn dog. So they had to make him an auto mechanic yeah. too. Right. And somebody has to fix the car. That's true. So I might as well make it him. Yeah. I yeah I thought I thought the relationship between the girl and the mom was interesting. Mm-hmm. I as much as I said I think that it's stupid the fact that they all had to be childs. I did really like or the children. daughter. <laughs> no child. Childs. <laughs> What's worse than a rapist? A, ch- a child. child. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Anyways, um, I did really like her. Yeah. I I like I'm not saying I didn't like the kids. I'm just saying that it was annoying that the fact that we no, like I it had to be. Yeah. And I I really liked her character much more than I liked the the boy. Yeah, I really like him as an actor, but he this was not his best work. I'm just going to say it. I don't think it had things kid. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think it was him either. I think it was yeah. the director. I yeah, think it was the writing. Yeah, I think cuz I really like him, but I They had the mother cutting his hair with a razor. Yeah. When he has long hair. Yeah. You use scissors. Yeah. Like, who who approves this stuff? And it was like over his food. Yeah. I thought that was weird. He was like eating breakfast. But you don't use a razor I've to seen, cut. I've seen like hair, like I've seen videos of like hairstylists. Like certified people doing that, like cutting hair, like she was. But as a like eight inch long hair, yeah, like like trimming an inch off. Mm -hmm. Well, but they're like, (laughs) but I'm saying they're like professionals. All I know is that I have long hair, (laughs) and all the cutting that I've got throughout my life. I'm that saying, was... It's not normal. Okay, okay, That's okay. Sure. That's all I was trying to get at. Yeah, is that no, it, it didn't make sense like... to me. Anytime you use a razor in my uh, experience has been when you're like cutting yeah. it within like five inches from your head. Yeah. <laughs> not, <laughs> not like cutting yeah. a little bit off of your, like the back of your head and then, mm-hmm. yeah, anyways, sorry. Really small thing. That I thought was really stupid, (laughs) but nonetheless, I didn't think that he his performance was bad. I just thought that his character was pretty stupidly written, especially with the whole "I'm 15, wanting to date a 17 year old," and yeah. Listen, we've all been there. Have Have we? we? Two year difference. Yeah, that's not that's not uncommon. (laughs) I mean, when you're a child, it's weird. But I'm like. I'm saying nothing. Okay, so um wait a second. Hold on now. What the what two year old guy we were going after? No, we we're not talking about it. <laughs> well apparently there's something there I don't know about. You you but, do know about it. Oh. You do oh, know. Hello. Anyway. <laughs> well, as a man, I I never had that. But as a man. As a man. Once a boy like him. <laughs> 
um, I don't know. I just thought I just thought it just uh, felt I, really I forced and weird. And I like I liked the girl too. I thought I the girl did good. Mm-hmm. It, it was just a, it was a weird dynamic. I just yeah. felt weird. I don't know. Yeah. I'd agree. I liked that her dad was the sheriff or something and that whole interaction in jail. Although he's like, stop messing with the inmates. He said it in a way that made it seem like she does that often or yeah. something like that. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, all right. But yeah, I got that too. Yeah. Uh, but out of those kids, yeah, I think that, I mean, I agree with all of those things that were said. Uh, I didn't particularly care. I thought Paul Rudd was really the part where he really shined the most. I think was in a. Sorry, my dog's freaking out. Uh, I think the part that he signed the most was in the Walmart. Um, when he's like, mm. "What is happening?" And then he hits that dog demon thing like square on the head with the ice cream. I thought that was all pretty good. I thought that scene was honestly pretty stupid. I thought his best part was um when he's in summer school with yeah uh the girl mm. i can't think of her name yeah. and their first interactions Phoebe. i felt like that was like the most natural of the two character like mm-hmm. natural like it felt natural for him and it was natural of her character like they were both just being themselves naturally yeah and they they meshed well and then they never really call back to that I agree. And that yeah. sucked because yeah. like they were a good match. Yeah. And like the rest of the movie was just Paul Rudd flirting with her mom. Yeah. I'm nice. like they but that they weren't the match. Yeah. The daughter and the yeah. There's I think new, anybody I that Paul Rudd was on screen with, he was able to have chemistry with because I think he was the best actor in this whole thing. Oh, yeah. I I mean I agree, yeah. but it's just the best. The I don't know. Yeah, er, Tristan, Tristan had something. So I, just, I, I was have just her gonna say, say th- thank you. Um, the only the, uh, another sign that she has ASD is that um she was telling jokes at inappropriate times and like not. <laughs> Are you telling me I have ASD? Not, <laughs> not selling them. Like yeah, she, she just w- says them word for word. Yeah. And I love that podcast would crack up every single time. Yeah. I thought that was really cute. Hey, podcast just trying to make that friend. Mm-hmm. Oh, is that mm-hmm. what that was? That's a, that's a word for it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. <laughs> sure was. <laughs> yeah. No podcast. I'm, I'm like he was fine too. I'm not saying like the kids were bad. Like I said, it was just a. I don't know why we have to have the kids stuff be there, but sure. like they were still entertaining. But I think, I think if you had saying. adults, it would be a better movie. I think so, too. It's entertaining, but it would have been a better movie with... I think we get what you're saying. Yeah. I think... The, okay, there was one joke that I absolutely cracked up at, and it was one of hers, and it's the... What do you call a dead polar bear? He's dead. He doesn't care what you call it. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. I don't know why, but I think it's just because she was... I think that's when she's confronting Gozer. And I don't. This is the whole situation. No, no. I thought she told that to podcast. Yeah, she told oh, that to maybe. podcast. In the street. But whenever it happened, I I lost it. I thought <laughs> that was so funny. Cigarette and the hamster was a good one too. Yes, that one was also great. <laughs> the yeah. ones she said to the god uh-huh. were her worst ones. Yeah, I don't know what they were. They they were the worst so ones. I thought it was the polar bear one. No, 
I did think that was a good plan, though. And I did like the CG. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I think it's it very unreal. No, well, yeah, because it's a movie and it has to work. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> because literally uh, two seconds earlier, he, she, it rips in half a person within two seconds oh, of yeah. meeting it. Yeah. So, yeah. what's your idea? I'm gonna walk up to this thing that just rips something in half within two seconds of meeting it. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm gonna try to stall for 15, 20 seconds. Yeah. I did think that that was a little uh, stupid. No, I mean it was just for it's just to ignorant? Ma- move the yeah ignorant just to move the plot of the movie because yeah that was weird that dead dead guys just chilling out there and that he came back to like, it didn't make yeah. any sense yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, the only pers- purpose that he was there was so that we could see her, it, uh, rip someone in half. That was the only reason that that person yeah. existed. Yeah. I did like the connection of that building that was in New York was built with the same material that was mined here in this town. I yeah. thought that was a. I thought that was probably the best connection to the yeah. old movie. Hmm. Yeah, I. Uh, I didn't like how there was such a heavy emphasis on the earthquakes early on and it didn't really pay much dividends later on. Right. Like it wasn't a reason why they found anything. They found stuff because a ghost appeared and there wasn't a reason for the earthquakes. No, there was a reason for the earthquakes, but them like realizing the earthquakes were they didn't make the connection with the earthquakes and the stuff. They made a connection with the ghosts and the stuff. So the, there were earthquakes. I thought they said, the, the earthquakes were irregular up. is all they knew. Yeah. And then and then they see a ghost. And then the ghost is drawn back to the mountain. Mm-hmm. And then one of them sees the stuff in the mountain. Yeah. So like they didn't see like, okay, there are earthquakes that are happening. These aren't making sense. Like they saw that they weren't making sense to uh the way the earthquakes should be between platonic right. yeah. yeah. plates, fracking, or volcanoes. Yeah it shouldn't be happening in this region and they yeah. didn't like narrow down. Like that wasn't the reason how they found that the mountain was connected. Gotcha. They just followed a ghost there. Yeah. yeah so the, why okay, have the, earth, so why yeah. have the earthquakes in the first place? That yeah. was a major part of the beginning of the movie Yeah. and it meant nothing. Yeah. It was a, it was a bad stepping stone because yeah. it's a stepping stone that doesn't matter. Right. So yeah. Okay. That makes more sense. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't like that in movies. I've just like, it was a filler. To just yeah. fill time and connect to people, I guess, but it doesn't even really need. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. I, just, I I was excited for it at the beginning. Is what I'm trying to say mm-hmm. is that it was it was an entertaining like, like payoff for it. Right. It was an entertaining premise at the beginning, and then just didn't matter. Yeah. And like I liked the gaze, the case, the ghost chases. I yeah, thought I those were too. like. I thought that that would have been the the best time to have the song come on is when they follow Muncher into town. And then when mm. when Ecto One rips in there to have the tune start and have it be playing at during that chase scene, I think and I it didn't even need to be the original score or the original tune. I think it could have been like a score like orchestral version or something. And I think mm. that that would have been better than how they used it. Yeah, I also don't really like how they went with the like narrative of these people see ghosts and they're crazy. Like the kids are crazy oh, yeah. for seeing ghosts and chasing them and all this stuff. When like, I get a little annoyed. Like that, that premise is kind of getting overused in movies in general. 
of like a person is crazy for seeing something when it's real mm-hmm. and how do they go about like proving that what they see is real or yeah. not but also this is in a world where ghosts where, literally almost it, took over new york yeah, like yeah. it so like ghosts are already like proven to be true yeah and then the like, statue of liberty came to life the yeah. spirit of new york saved the world yeah and so like <laughs> That's already happened, yeah. and then like you're calling these kids crazy for saying that they saw ghosts after, like there are even radio police reports of things being chewed and eaten up by yeah. this mysterious thing, and like you see the goo and like yeah, and they're you crazy. See the goo, yeah. <laughs> and so I didn't really like that whole bit, and it was all just so they could break back into the police office. And, yeah. And like literally right after they had the dinner of being like, they're too good and whatever, and they'll never get in trouble. And I was thinking that too, because she was, she said something like, I wish she would just let loose and get in trouble or something like that. And then she gets in trouble. Yeah. Yeah, She's in jail. Yeah. Yeah. It it was just like like a. And the mom like freaks out. Yeah. I just didn't like that. I, I, I don't like, it just didn't fit. Yeah. In this world. To, uh, there was one part of the ghost shade that I did find funny. It's when she's locking eyes with it, and it's at the fire hydrant, and you see its like lower limb like slowly, yeah, limb, and then it pulls. Yeah, mm-hmm. I thought that was pretty good. Yeah, uh, a Slimer ripoff, obviously, from the original one. What Slimer? The, I don't know what you're. It's the green. I mean, if you saw a picture, you'd be like, "Oh yeah, it's the green one with the oh. big mouse in the original." Okay. Um, very similar. But just like I said, this is a reboot, and so yeah, I think I thought they were gonna be the same ones. Yeah, I I fully expect the Slimer to show up, and but instead we got Muncher. Mm, um, okay, I got it. Yeah, yeah, I I did like that kind of coming full circle thing. They catch Muncher, and then they they get their stuff back because he's in the trap, and then they let the trap out. I did I mm-hmm. did like that. Yeah, kind of coming back around. Yeah, but. Yeah, the only big things I really remember from like the entirety of the uh, before the end was uh, I kind of like the the ghost stuff around the house that she would follow him with, like mm. the chess game. I like that. Yeah. Although I thought it was going to be a little more subtle. I I thought that it was going to be a, a few times yeah. of like her coming in and like the pieces will be moved instead of the I did night too. knocking that one out of the way or whatever, and then it just we get everything right then and there. Mm-hmm. Does that not destroy some like? Ghostbusters lore, though, what of like a guy dies and he just becomes a ghost and can interact with the world. Well, see, that's the thing. Like I said, the original movie doesn't take itself seriously, and so like the correct answer to your question is who cares? Um, but there are people out there that are like diehard Ghostbuster fans. They're like, no, it's according to the lore and blah blah, and like, dude. Go ask Bill Murray what he thinks of the Ghostbusters movies. Like, mm. you know. Anyway, but to answer your question, based off the 2016 all-female one, uh, yeah, that is according to the lore. You can you die and just become a ghost. Because um, that's part of the plot of the, of the 2016 oh. one. Yeah. Um, anyway. Hmm. Well, I'm ready to kind of, I'm ready to talk about some of the ending stuff if you guys are yeah i had something that i i forgot again so we'll see if i 
uh, if I remember. But. When Spangler is holding the photon blaster with or the photon pack gun with his granddaughter, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. my audience erupted. We got a little something. Yeah, yeah. It was we got hoops and hollers and cheers and I mean I joined in I clapped too but I was like did you all not see this coming like Mm. obviously it's (laughs) Uh, but I think part of it is because he he did die fairly recently yeah oh really yeah Yeah. that's why it said for Harold at the end oh Um, yeah but he he I mean I'm glad he didn't talk because that would have ruined it I think um but his uh I mean the recreation the CG recreation of his face i think is quite good mm-hmm. um you know like i said i'm glad he didn't talk because we would have had a whole star wars situation star wars rogue one situation yeah but yeah I liked it. and then the smattering was when the the other ghostbusters um show up that was a good moment i think i, I think they it. i, I think they should have showed up a little bit earlier yeah. In my opinion, I agree. But and I wish they would have because at the very, very end, he's like, "We're going inside for hot cocoa or something." Yes, like come join us or whatever. And yeah. then they'd, I was expecting to like go into the house with them, and they would all like be chatting together, like eating, talk like about Spangler maybe or something. Yeah, yeah, but no. I did like the idea of Bill Murray just being a grumpy old man, being like, "I want my hot chocolate." Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think it's good. Uh. Yes, and then I, the whole, um, I liked the CG effect of, uh, of Gozer, and uh, speaking of the lore and, like, the rules of the movie, I guess, I liked, because Zool and then the other dog have to be both, like, in dog form, like, possessing a human Mm. for Gozer to have its full form, and so I liked that when they caught one of the dogs... Gozer's it like became like a phantom kind of thing and yeah. not, and it wasn't a full person. Um Yeah, I I I wasn't like on the edge of my seat with that fight when they figure out like getting back to the barn and stuff. Um but there was a moment. Oh, I mean, I was fairly tense the whole way. I was like, okay, so how are they going to do this? And then I like that he turns and shoots the the power grid thing to get it back working again. Yeah. And, but another thing, why does Spangler, he's a ghost, why does he not get sucked into one of the traps? Because they're oh. surrounding yeah. the house. Yeah. yeah, I didn't think about that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I didn't. So. I didn't. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. I don't have anything to say. Yeah. I think the ending was fine. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. And then we see the. Ecto one in New York City again, and that's yeah. When, that's when we get the Ghostbusters tune. Yeah. Um, I really like the Sigourney Weaver cameo, the post credit scene. Yeah. I thought that was a good. The wavy lines. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I thought that was a very. I mean, there was a lot of stuff, and I think there were some callbacks in this that were good, and I think that there were some that weren't so hot. Like, mm. I think that one was a great callback. I think. Uh, the Twinkie in the glove mm-hmm. compartment. What it was fine, but it was kind of like, yeah, we know it's Spangler. Like we get it. It's a Twinkie. We understand. <laughs> I liked it. What about the Crunch Bar and the? I like that was a good one. Okay. That was a good one. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and there were. I mean, there was just a smattering of others, and I'm sure I missed just tons of them. Um. 
but yeah, I I mean, this definitely tried to appeal to the original audience too, which is good. Mm-hmm. Um, but the second post credit scene is just Winston buys the he buys the fire department back or the fire the firehouse back, and then you see the Ecto one pull into the garage, um, and that gotcha. I mean, that's it. Mm. Oh, and the secretary from the original movies in this also. The is she the one we got one? Yeah, the with the red brim glasses. She's the first one that visits them at the house. Okay, yeah, that, yeah, that's what I. Yeah, but so cool. Yeah. Okay. Well, I guess sweet. <laughs> <laughs> trying to think of anything else in the ending that I really wanted to talk about because I didn't really talk about much. It was mainly Trevor and. It was fine. It was a good wrap yeah. of of the movie. And and everybody participated. I am glad that they did have the original Ghostbusters. Oh, me too. Come back. Oh, yeah, and, for sure. Yeah. And, and oh, the there was the she asks if uh not Vankman, not Winston, the other guy, the the big the guy that answers the phone. Mm-hmm. Uh she asks if he's a god and Bill Murray's like you got this. <laughs> this is not the first time, like that yeah. kind of thing. So, like that—that yeah. that was a good callback too. Yeah, mm. and I like that he was the one that was called in, like in the yeah. jail, and mm. like they kind of like talk about why they're not still yeah. a thing, yeah, uh, and why they broke up, and it makes the ending reunion mean a little bit yeah. more, yeah, because also the movie came out in the eighty-four. Okay, I was about to say eighties, yeah, but I, for some reason I thought it was. Maybe early nineties, but so the eighties, and it. Well, the second one came out in eighty six. Okay, and that had the original cast, right? Yes, it did. And guess what? Even the original cast in the sequel could not do as good of a job as yeah. the original one. Yeah, but my point is, like, they haven't been together for thirty years, right? So, like, forty years. Mm. Ghostbusters 2 was 1989. So 30 years. Yeah. Uh, okay. So. Um, yeah, Ghostbusters was 84. Yeah. So 30s, 30 years. And so it like, I like that they had that little reasoning of why they, they broke up and why they haven't been together and why there hasn't been a Ghostbusters for 32 years. Mm-hmm. And they made the ending better. So yeah. we can go and get into. Uh, oh, dang it. I forgot. You forgot you had to rate the movie? Yeah. Tristan, this is like your... I know. I know. Anyways, Trevor, what you got? For ratings? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think had I... See, here's the thing. I, I always hate that I have like stipulations with my ratings. I wish I just give a star and move on. Um, I... Had I not... If I was a kid seeing this movie, I would really, really enjoy it. If I... Because I, if I had not seen the original... But being the age I am now, having seen the original, having known the source material, I think I want to my my gut wants to give this a three, but I think it is a four. Like, I think I'm just being too cynical about it. It's an entertaining movie and it's fun and they have good callbacks and it's nostalgic. It ticks all the boxes. Go with your gut. Don't just give it a four because you think it should be. Well, I mean, subjectively, I I think that it should be a three, but I do yeah, think it. Yeah, so then make it. A but three. objectively, I think it's better than I think it is. No, I give it a four. I go with my feelings all the time. Three twenty-five. You also can't rate something objectively. Dun dun. What? You can't rate something objectively. What do you mean? 
it's impossible to rate something objectively. Well, sure you can. You're not explaining yourself. You're just repeating the same thing over and over. <laughs> because objective means you're without bias. You yeah. can never be without bias because you always have your own opinion on things. But the more you know about something, the more you're able to make an objective decision. The closer you can be to an objective opinion, but it's still always going to be subjective. It's Look, I'm made not by a human brain. What's your rating? Easton loves philosophical debates. I know. I do. And he's very obviously getting tired. And so I I want you to be able to sleep. I also had a huge objective, subjective conversation with somebody a couple weeks ago. But I have a two and a half. It's fine. Two and a half? Yeah. Wow. As in it's fine. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So, yeah, nothing more to... So, four, three, two, five, and a two and a half. Yep. Or three and a quarter, if you will. Oh, you did two? Three, three twenty-five is what I did. Oh, three, okay. Three and a quarter. <laughs> okay. Okay, sweet. Uh, next week, we've probably got the Disney animated movie. Encanto. Um. But there's a lot coming out, but that'll probably be the movie of the week. Um, but just so you guys know, there's uh, Resident Evil Raccoon mm-hmm. City. Yep. Uh, I'm not going to say it because I'm going to butcher it. Disney movie. Encanto. And then there's also House of Gucci. So three House movies. Three movies coming out next week. We we're probably going to watch all three of them, but we're just going to review one of them. So, uh, and probably uh, the Disney movie because it'll be what most people watch. So, um, and it looks good. And it does look good. Yes, it does. So, uh, thank you for listening today. Sorry we didn't have an episode out last week. And we will be uh, back next week with uh, that Disney movie. And here's the plugs. All right. Thanks for listening to today's episode. If you guys are listening on Apple Podcast, we would ask that you uh, would rate and review. If you like the podcast, that definitely helps us um, get new listeners. So when a new movie comes out and they search that movie, uh, we'll pop up. So uh, if you like the podcast, just give us a five-star review and just say what you like about it. And we will definitely give you a shout out on the podcast. All right. Get to Trevor for the plugs. You can find Couch Critics on Facebook at Just the Couch Critics. You can find Couch Critics at Twitter and Instagram at Couch Critics Pod. You can find Easton Moore at those same places, Twitter and Instagram at Easton Moore IV. You can find me at those same places at T Landers Perk. Tristan Moore does the intro theme song, and Graham on Instagram at Graham Jarvis does the artwork for the podcast. Sweet. Uh, so again, thanks for listening to today's episode. We will be back next week with a brand new episode. So see you guys next week. What's that one from Men in Black? <laughs> I know yeah, what you're talking about, but I was. I'm not gonna try to do it. It starts like that. Yeah, the aliens in the <laughs> mail room. I think it's a real yeah. beatboxer in that movie. Probably. Yeah. Sound pretty good. Yeah. Better than TJ. No, TJ can pretty do that. Good. <laughs> yeah. TJ can do that one. He hasn't beatboxed in a long time, though, I don't think. I'm just making that joke. We have to go so serious. <laughs> okay. oh, so serious. <laughs> I know Enzo's like, or something Hang like on, that. Like, you want to try again? No, I can be done. <laughs>